Dave, Dave and Dejanovic. This week has been huge for our coverage of the funding for the Major League Baseball Park on the west side in the Fair Park area of Salt Lake City. And also now as the legislative session winds down at midnight tonight is the final uh, hour of the session. Uh, lawmakers on Capitol Hill trying to figure out a way to come up with a funding package uh, to fund a national um, an NHL arena and also um, an NBA arena, a new, a new arena for the Jazz or refurbishing the old arena. And they are still trying to hash that out on Capitol Hill today uh, when it comes to the downtown NHL NBA combo, Dave. We talked to Holly Richardson of uh, Desert News and Utah Policy earlier. She's tracking this legislation. It, it's going to get done. But this isn't even the messiest part, at least in my view. I think things are going to get messier after this. Because these are all plants. They look amazing on paper. You start putting down the projections and, oh, it's only a half a percentage point on your sales tax. It's going to raise $83 million a year. This is incredible. Okay, what happens when you start digging ground? Mm -hmm. And that's when the real trouble starts. And you've seen it in another... And you've been you're big into the sports world. You're a sports producer for a number of years. You see these things. They get approved, they get a funding component in place, and then the residents get mad. Or in the case uh that we're gonna look into right now, the FAA gets involved because there's a flight path issue. These are all things we're not talking about right now. But boy, this was a huge story down in my home state of Arizona. When the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, NFL team, um, and Bill Bidwell, the owner, I remember that right, you know, back in 1987, moves the team out west. And we were so ecstatic. I grew up there. I went to Arizona State University. And I remember when the announcement was made. It was very, very exciting. It was like we had the Suns, much like Utah has the Jazz. Very similar. And that was it. Right. We had like a triple A baseball team, but we didn't almost have, identical. Yeah, Deb. This we, is such a good comparison. We didn't have an MLB team. The Diamondbacks came later. Yep. Um, we had the Phoenix Suns. Didn't have the Phoenix Coyotes, the didn't hockey have the Coyotes. team yet. So I went down uh the investigative path, so to speak, to figure out um what happened to uh, the Arizona Cardinals. I remind myself what happened to the Arizona Cardinals when they arrived in the Valley of the Sun. Um, And it got messy. It got messy. Now, I'm not suggesting that this is what's going to happen to our MLB ballpark, or this is definitely what's going to happen downtown with NHL or the NBA arena when we start rebuilding or rebuilding, revitalize downtown. I'm just saying this is what can happen. And it was messy for 20 years. Years, guys. 20 years. That took my breath away. Can I walk you down the path, Dave? Yes. Um, Four different cities get involved. Now, if you haven't been to my hometown of Phoenix, then you probably don't know um, how things are structured. It is just wall-to-wall city, even though there are lots of different cities. So for this journey, this will include the city of Phoenix, of course, the capital It'll include Glendale right next door, out west. Um, and then it'll include Mesa, kind of to the east, and Tempe, where Arizona State is. And that's where I went to college. Um, and 
this project shifts year after year after year. I'd like to say it was like a hot potato that turned into a tug of war between Mesa, Tempe, Phoenix, and Glendale. And Glendale really wanted it all along, but they were, I'll just be honest with you, they're the West Side, and they had some issues popping up with some crime. And I'm not going to say that's why they were largely ignored, but that they have the stadium now, okay? So Glendale was the eventual, became the eventual home of the stadium, but they were... Um, Initially, they were ignored. No, for quite some time. They kept trying to bid on it, and it was like the door kept slamming in their face. So let's start with Mesa. Mesa really went all in. In 1999, they came up with this near $2 billion retail stadium. There was like an event center or a conference center included. Revitalization zone? Oh, sure. (laughs) Um, And and Mesa and the city council was really excited about it. And they're in talks with the Cardinals. And it would have been a huge win for Mesa. But then they figure out, and the residents start figuring out, that the Cardinals in the deal would get to keep a chunk of the tax revenue. And even the parking revenue. Like, it was getting into the nitty-gritty. And the, the, the townspeople went wild. And in a letter to the editor that I found, uh, thanks to, by the way, the NBC affiliate, Channel 12 News down there, um, knew a lot of people who worked there back in the day. They're they actually the ones who put this timeline together, so I want to give them credit where credit is due. Um, and some of it's from my memory, too, but mainly a lot of their work. Uh, one letter to the ed- editor at the Arizona Republic said, this is childish. It's a macho game. The taxpayers are all being forced to play at taxpayers' expense. So Cardinals packed it up. And let's move over to Tempe. Uh, Tempe tries this, and they leave some important things out of their bid, Dave, uh, like the $1. million lease of land. That was huge. And also the $37,000 a month water bill that just wasn't included in the bid. So that wasn't the only problem. What also happened is the FAA got involved because the site they had chosen was a hundred. The the planes were going to be zooming in to Sky Harbor International Airport only 170 feet above the highest point of the stadium. Now that is a flyover. You could practically reach out and reach up and touch the planes. So the FAA got up in arms. They they deemed it a hazard. Of course. And then there was a offer to um, like make amends with this by doing like a sunken stadium. Remember the sunken living rooms from like the eighties <laughs> and nineties? Yeah, just it was dig like, a big hole and <laughs> drop it in the middle. Yeah, the sunken stadium. And eventually they figured out, oh, wait a minute, we're going to be open to a lot of lawsuits. What happens if the worst happens? Deb, What happens if one of those plane landings goes between the goalposts? We better not. Uh, Phoenix tried too, as well. The actual capital city tried as well. Which would have been the best place. But again, it's like here, where? Where, yeah. Where's where a big question mark? Where's a big question mark? Phoenix proper is pretty well built out. I guess you could go in and take out some hotels and 
some old apartment complexes. But Glendale had a site. Glendale had a lot of also like farmland. So um, they eventually made it work. But in order for Glendale to win, and actually they're the, they're, they've got the hockey arena too. So they've got um, the Cardinal Stadium and they've got the hockey arena there. They had to get the support of seven mayors on the west side to sign on to this. Herding cats, yeah, I'm sure. And they had the city had to come up with some of the construction costs as well. Ultimately, it was built. It was like a year behind schedule. It was 20 years behind schedule, actually. Because <laughs> they did have to play at uh, Arizona State University for a lot of years. They played at Sun Devil Stadium. The Cardinals did. And they did just fine. Maybe not. Maybe not in terms Record-wise, of... Record-wise. Yeah, right. but they did just fine there. But it, it ended up costing $455 million. Uh, it has a retractable roof, too, which is something else we're going to talk about. Retractable roofs, um, $455 million, and they finally got uh, into the building in August of 2006. So I say, After a short 20-year process. I say we got, we got to buckle up because you just never know. I think the, the, when the, by the time the FAA got involved with the flight path issue, <laughs> it's like you're reading this timeline. I'm like, oh, my goodness, you just never know. You know what's going to be what's going to be uh, the issue? That's the hangup. In part because this is why you got to get all your ducks lined up mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Your ducks in a row, everything lined up, so that when the expansion leagues are looking at Salt Lake, it is a rubber stamp. It is easy. The funding, the mm-hmm. location, all of that is done. So if you're wondering why are we talking about this five, six years before it could even be a possibility. Your example is exactly why we're addressing it now. Next, we're going to go back up to Capitol Hill and check in on a lot of things, uh, not only the funding, but also the Great Salt Lake. This will probably be one of the most impactful and most important bills that we pass ever in regards to the Great Salt Lake.